Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Tony's Take Podcast, episode 53. I'm learning to talk here. Yeah, that, this third, is, that third one was a little off. <laughs> all right. This is the entertainment side of episode 53. If you're looking for sports, go back and find it. It's out there already. We <laughs> talked about a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. It was definitely a good episode of sports. Uh, I'm here. Just like this is going to be a great episode of entertainment. There he is. Uh, that is Tony. That is Tony. We've got Carter. What's going on? And off-road Andy in the studio, as always. I usually call in. Yeah, Andy does. So he called up from New York last week. Big shot doing a stand-up at the Comedy Cellar. But uh, should we just dive right in? We've got some good shit to get into. A lot yeah, happened what, in the last couple of What's our wacky days. news today, W? All right, well, let's go with what's freshest. So, if you didn't know, uh, the Facebook world, the stupid... I hate Facebook. Oh, that's not so wacky. Oh, that's wacky. The Facebook realm? <laughs> yeah, <the Facebook> <laughs> uh, inside joke, guys. Sorry. Listen to more podcasts of ours. Welcome to the Facebook room. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Mr. Oh, is that Facebook coming in right yeah. now? <laughs> Zuckerberg uh, hired a yeah, They already know we're talking in. about him. How did you know about the Facebook realm? Yeah. <laughs> Secret project. He, he says he doesn't take data for microphones and whatnot. Yeah. But that was, uh, if you couldn't tell, that was a, a Huey, I think, chopper flying overhead. Yeah, was, uh, I might have anyway, on the roof. Yeah. So Zuckerberg is uh, testifying before Congress, but like no one's ever done before, unless Vern Troyer maybe has testified before Congress, he is where he's in a booster chair. <laughs> yeah. What is this? All right, this is wacky. I take it all back. It looks like when you you know when you're a little kid, but you want to sit at the booth with your folks, and they bring that little like plastic chair that you sit in. It's like that. Yeah. So I saw a picture of this. Um, it's it's obviously because his. Uh, I guess PR people or marketing people, whoever it was, obviously didn't want him looking small in a big chair. So instead, um, they had him he, walk in holding this. Well, well I think he is like five pad. He's like five six, I think, or five seven. Be five eight. So he's sorry, yeah. Andy, two inches. That's what is that uh, average? And actually, it says two inches uh, make all the difference. Uh, you guys are both wrong. But he's the cushion, five foot seven. Oh, I said five six, five seven. So well, Andy, you're wrong. Um, so the cushion was four inches, I believe. Four inch thick pad. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it is legitimately a booster seat. Um, but <laughs> I, yeah, I just don't understand what it does. Well, what oh, it, it gives does them a boost. Yeah. It gets the C over. Cause otherwise, you know, you've ever been like when you lower your chair at your yeah. office all the way down and you feel like a little six year old or something. I bet that's what he f he would have felt like, and he's like, guys, this just won't do. Yeah, I'm he's trying he's trying to build an image. Um, I saw an article about how every time he's photographed, he is closer than the person he's next to. He's closer to the camera. Oh wow! But you can't tell, but it makes him look like he's the same height. Like, and they they even showed a thing where he was sitting, uh, next to Bill Gates on a couch, and Bill Gates is like five foot ten, and he appears taller than Bill Gates just because he's like. Standing, sitting as stiff as he can, yeah. as straight as he can. Sitting, he's sitting he's, straight in a posture. That he's just, yeah. he's so sensitive about being tall. It's, it's crazy. He's Why would you a, be that sensitive when you have like fifty billion dollars? Well, when just you, ask when Tom you steal Cruise. a program people, like people Facebook, people follow, <laughs> people, uh, true, follow tall people. It's something. So there hasn't been a president under five foot ten in like hundred years or something. Who was and the that's last? It's like the, McKinley or something. I don't remember. Yeah, that's, that's the America I like president. to live in. Let's have some hype, baby. It, so it's, it's, it is like an image thing. That's So there's – people respect taller people. They 
think that you're smarter or more competent or you know so this guy studies a lot of shit about a lot of shit i would guess i guarantee you he's watched every interview tom cruise has ever done because tom cruise is the exact same problem tom cruise is a dwarf isn't tom cruise shorter than that isn't he like five five or something i I think he's probably five seven five eight yeah um we'll look into that but it's ridiculous and andy you made a funny point uh you brought in Uncle Jack from uh, Always Sunny yeah. with his hands. I, I think what it is it's is normal size. What it's just an image <laughs> thing, right? Uh, especially him oh, being Tom Cruise is exactly five seven as well. Okay, so especially being from the social media world, he he understands what an image can do for yourself and and for your career. Um, I mean, he doesn't need it obviously, but um, yeah, it's but something that he wants to establish himself with. So I think he having that grasp for it uh there's always a time that you could probably improve your image and any chance you get he's going to see but the the funniest thing about that is the image we're looking at at this very moment in time is a side view of him sitting absolutely like uncle jack he's made a fool of himself so so what you're gonna do yeah but what you're gonna do (laughs) is you're gonna see that you're gonna see this today He's Charlie's, Charlie Kelly's uncle in Always Sunny. I never. He, watched, he has small hands, but he ended up getting these fake hands to like make him seem like he had big hands. Well, you know who has? But they were giant. But they're fake hands. They're like Hulk hands. You know who has the nicest hands? Okay, this is getting creepy now. In oh, uh, television was George Costanza. Oh, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, but Tony, are you seeing the picture by the so, way? So you're no, gonna, you're see. gonna see this pad today, and that's gonna stick with you probably maybe for the week, right? But after that. His image is only going to be from press, from media, and it's all going to be of him at the stand. I'll never and forget this. Oh, I'm sure you won't forget it, but I'm saying, like, you're not going to see this image reoccurring anymore, you know? So it's it's not – I don't think it's a huge hit for him whatsoever. I, I think he's never come off well, though. I think that's – Yeah, well, I mean – like, Jesse Eisenberg was too charming in that movie. Like, yeah, exactly. He's also an guy. actor. Like, I agree. <laughs> I agree, but – um, Just even today, like, he, his hair didn't look right. I don't know, like – well, I'll not tell you what. Not he likes to criticize hair, but he looked he looked almost like uh, Mark Davis of the Raiders. He, it, okay, uh, calm it down. Was, calm it down. At least it wasn't Al Davis. A lot of people Mark, said, like he's he was an android. Like he he actually. He probably is an Yeah, maybe this isn't even him. Mark, Mark Davis looks like Bucky Brooks, born to be a star. Yeah, so he really does. Mark nobody, Davis has to be one of the ugliest people on the planet. Like nobody God, will. Thank Zuckerberg God, looked like his son today. No, thank God that God above gave Mark Davis a lot of money, because God gave it to. Him. Well, somebody. Al did, actually. Al. <laughs> yeah, it's, Regardless, uh, <laughs> he's blessed with a lot of money. Thank goodness for him because that is one of the ugliest guys. It is impressive how long he's going to keep that haircut. But anyways. The weirdest part about this picture also is besides the booster chair, he's not wearing a hoodie. He's in, actually, uh, he's in a suit. Well, I think you have to wear a suit. I've never on. seen that. And if anyone could get away with it, it'd be him. Or the guy that plays uh, – uh, Christian Bale plays in uh, oh. Big Short – Ah, yeah. yeah. That guy was a big uh, business was that guy. Mark that, Baum? Yeah. Yes. The, the big business guy that would just go in there and, like, sweats. He or just whatever. wore that, like, Hawaiian uh, surf brand Sandals. blue shirt all day long with, yeah, no shoes. Yeah, I, I don't even think he was wearing shoes most of the yeah, time. That's true. He's playing air drums or whatever. Huh. Well, um, yeah, this is in, this is funny. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. I want, I know he didn't walk into the room with it. Some assistant of his did. But it just, you know, someone is holding this little pad up against their stomach trying to hide it as they walk in. Here you go, Mr. Zuckerberg. Probably in a suitcase. Who, here's your booster. It does. Maybe it is. Ooh. Oh, here you go. This is a suitcase. This is a briefcase, I mean. It's a decoy. 
So you're holding this thing, and it looks like you're holding a briefcase, but no, 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 no. This is a cushion. <laughs> that okay? That's genius. You li- are and you listening, Silicon Valley? Put a bomb in it. Oh, oh Andy, Andy, come on, Jesus! That's just, actually a good transition. It reminds me of there yet. You have, to put, movie, but in that you have to put all movie. extra materials through a scanner, yeah. okay? Uh, one through security. But anyways, what's right, wacky but, story number two? Just really quick, because I'm calling this out. You, you've heard of our little secret? Those lifted shoes that give Tom Cruise and Mark Zuckerberg that little extra inch in their shoe. Sure. Well, now from, I'm assuming the same brand, the briefcase cushion. It yeah. looks like a briefcase. But it acts like a booster Why chair. Why does Zuckerberg just get metal legs? <laughs> yeah, he should. But uh, so some, Andy, some but look for that invention if it's not already out. Uh, tweet it, tweet it to us if it already is out at uh, uh, Tony's Take at Twitter. Uh, but Andy did bring up bomb, which is very odd because that is a great transition to our second news story regarding. Also, Silicon Valley, and there's a lot of related. Yeah, it's here. all a bubble. It's weird. Mark um, Zuckerberg from Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. So next if, subject. If you're not seeing the connections and the dots, this is about former, or should I say, troubled Silicon Valley actor T.J. Miller was arrested at LaGuardia Airport for a fake bomb threat. He called in last month on a uh, train outbound from D.C. heading to Penn Station. Apparently, he was rather intoxicated uh got into a kerfuffle if you will with a another uh, passenger woman on the uh, first class train and uh called 911 said she had a bomb and uh a, the story i've read it sounds like he gave the wrong train number so so <clears throat> He was kicked off the train for being too drunk. So she yeah. was the other person was still on. So he wasn't even on the same train. That's why they knew it was bullshit. When because he he was saying, uh, "I'm here on this train. This woman is uh, looking through her bag over and over, not taking anything out. So I think she might have a bomb." But like they found out he wasn't even on the train. So how would he know if she was looking through her bag? So. He just wanted to like try to stage some chick on there. Yeah, so that the cops or would cause come. a scene because he was so drunk. He was drunk and didn't. I think was this through. told though also that he took a pretty bad fall. A while ago, and like he actually kind of messed up parts of his brain or yeah, something. Yeah, no, I saw a thing about his. Uh, he had like surgery. he actually has like a condition right I mean, now. He had, almost. he had a piece or, of his brain taken out. Yeah. What? Well, it was obviously the smart piece. So they probably <laughs> added in a piece too, like bomb threat piece. Yeah, just like. A, so when you hear this story, it's like a pot pie. You don't think it's like a typical drunk T.J. Miller story? Well, I think it is mixed I, with the fact that he five also. Years in prison for this one. No, well, I, I, but I, I think, agree, but I, I also think that it's a typical T.J. Miller drunk story. No, absolutely, it but be. <laughs> that's the problem. No. But it's escalating. The fact though that he does have like that brain thing, he can easily use that, and probably will use that to try to say like, "Hey, well, I'm not, not all there." He, he won't be allowed to be independent anymore. Well, I, then, I well, you know, Andy, just... he's gonna be pretty tough to be independent five years in prison well, too. Okay, he's a celebrity. He's not. He won't get five, five years. Five years is maximum. That's if you're if you're like a black poor person. Facebook is really years. coming for us. Yeah, now, now we know what the helicopter was chasing. Yeah, now we know why we shut the window usually. My goodness. Yeah, it's very hot it in the studio Tuesday today. Night. It's 94 degrees today in uh, sunny Southern California. But, yeah, so his rap sheet, since December, so December he was, uh, the allegation surfaced of him sexually assaulting a woman at Georgetown University. Uh, he painted the woman as a crazed stalker. In March, he settled with an Uber driver regarding a dispute they had over Donald Trump, which allegedly got physical. No, it did. Was he uh, allegedly, for or against Donald Trump in that argument? I could guarantee you he's probably against. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, then on obviously, Silicon Valley, where the uh, rumors of tardiness 
tendency to fall asleep on the set. <laughs> it's like Ken Griffey uh, Jr. at the end of his career. I was career. thinking uh, more of our friend Turtle. <laughs> uh, abuse of alcohol and other substances, according to the Hollywood Reporter. However, he uh, and they also noted that he was explosive and almost a danger to have around. But Miller obviously denied anything about uh, ever being under the influence while working. I'm sure he was stoned a few times, didn't they smoke he, all the time? In that's just his character. Yeah, he he's also he's, an alcoholic, I think. I yeah, no, I, I think I think he he if tours. He works all the time to try to keep himself from well, being just a loser. He's an interesting guy because I remember smoke. watching his stand-up that one time. And he's like just pouring water all over himself, like yeah, water bottles, and he's yeah. on stage just drenched. It sucked. Yeah, it, I didn't it really think does. It was that good. That's why you can just say like he's obviously he's a better actor than comic in my yeah. Life. I like I love, I love him, him in Silicon Valley. I, I like think him. the show is not as good, honestly, for that, the funny side of it. It's well, a I lot more think, technical uh, side. I also season. really like him in She's Out of My League. Oh, hell He's yeah. He's great in that. That was before he had a piece of his brain taken out. Yeah. Hey, Andy, I'm just reminiscing yeah. on the times I liked. All TSA, right? motherfucker. That's like basically saying you can't and, like any actor that's dead. And because Deadpool. that was no, when I'm they just, were alive. Yeah, Deadpool this. is good. If there is like a, a before and after, uh, if we find out, but. But yeah, I'll, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, and uh, quite frankly, if we go back to the, this brain thing, if that is an actual like yeah. concern to be addressed moving forward for him. Who? Yeah. I didn't know about that. Because if that another... is, I was just gonna say, if that is the case, if that you know, because it sounds serious, and if that really is making him his mind wander, especially, and then you add the fact that he obviously has substance abuse problems, and if he's already been a pain in the ass to kind of work with, he's gonna be out of work here in the very near future. I mean, already after this bomb threat thing, I can't imagine too many people are going to be quick to want to work with he's him. He's going to be unemployable. He'll for have a, a redemption while. story. Yeah. Oh, very much yeah. so. Hollywood loves it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, clean. Hey, that's the thing. He's not going to go to jail. He's going to go to rehab. That's what's going to yeah. happen. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Well, he's the, not that. Talented. One of the biggest actors on the planet, and that all happened before Twitter and Instagram, Andy. So you can only imagine the kind of shit he actually did. I actually like that. Uh, fuck, what's his name? Robert Downey Jr. movie where I. He plays the drug addict when he actually was fighting drug addiction at the time. That's a great movie. What is that movie called? I can't blank. I'm blanking on it. It's from the 80s. I know you're talking about It is from the 80s because 90% of his movies are from the 80s. Um, Other than Iron Man. 100% 2000s. Iron Man, I don't know. So Uh, what I was going to say, one of the other things that's happened recently in his career is that he was basically completely excluded from the marketing of Ready Player One. Robert Downey Jr.? No. T.J. Miller. T.J. Miller. <laughs> like, I remember when that first was announced, he was pretty high up there. I was like, that's a good step in his career, a Spielberg movie. And he was nowhere to be found in the trailers. I don't think his character was ever shown. Um, Carter saw it. Was was it a, a decent part? I, I heard that his... It's a prominent role. He doesn't role, make an appearance. But he doesn't, make a, he doesn't make a physical appearance. It's all, uh, yeah, all voiceover. Uh, so. It was less than zero, Tony, His the Robert Downey Jr. movie. 1987. Well. Wow. Andy, you, you always go to eight, and it's always seven. Uh, but I, I thought that was that was uh, interesting. That um, this was before the bomb threat. Obviously, he was basically cut out. I think it's the uh, kind of the rumors, the Uber driver thing, the sexual assault thing that they didn't want to put him for, forward for this uh, Spielberg movie. And then he's also got a uh, Deadpool two coming out um, pretty soon. And there hasn't been a trailer for that, but it'll be interesting to see if he is shown in the marketing for that. It's kind of a his career's a it's dwindling. It's it's yes yeah. uh, we'll in a flux right now. We'll see though. I think if he can, if he has a good manager behind him and team behind him that gets him gets his shit together for him, 
he'll bounce back bigger than ever. I, I think the thing about T.J. Miller too is that he also does some of his own writing, I believe. And I believe that. Since he does writing, uh, that's something he can do without being kind of the headliner, you know. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where it kind of like pushes his career path. Imagine if he does get five years in prison, how much writing he can do. Uh, quite a bit, I'm sure. <laughs> it's not going to happen unless he puts himself there. Oh, I agree. He'll, Yeah, that'll, it, it will not go that far also. He's not Wesley Snipes. But that Whoa. is it for Wacky News. Let's uh, hit some box office numbers, Dobby. Oh, yeah. So we had one of them fancy weekends with uh, some stuff coming out. Let's just start at the top. A Quiet Place, 96%. Went down a point or two over the weekend. $50 million. That's a good chunk of change Not for that small budget movie. Not bad for week one. For the, exactly. Didn't even have any dialogue. Uh, Ready Player One coming in two. 24.6. Well, that's quite the drop. Putting it, it at almost $100 million in week two. Not bad. Blockers coming in third at 20.6. Black Panther, not a close fourth. Uh, 8.7. Acrimony, look at that, coming in hot, earning 31.7 now total over two weeks. I uh, did 8.4 last weekend, uh, and that's where I'll stop it. Chappaquiddick didn't even make the top five? Chappaquiddick did 5.8. Must be uh, limited wow. release. Eh, I don't think it is limited. Maybe. The Oswald family Maybe. struck again. I think I think there was just a lot of competition this weekend, and I think uh, the anticipation for a Quiet Place really – Was Quiet Place top. number one? Is that what you said? Yeah, $50 million. Nice. Almost double. Um, so three out of the four of us saw it over the weekend. You guys can talk about it. I we'll get talk into about that. It now, or do you want to? Do we? Yeah, I was just gonna say, when do we want to talk it? Uh, I don't have a lot of what I've watched. That's basically all I. Yeah, so let's week. let's go into I what's coming out. I have but I'll save it. Let's Tony, let's uh, talk about what's coming out next week, and then we'll we'll right. get into a review for. Uh, I like what it. We've that's been what I, that's a good idea. Uh, you got Isle of Dogs, ninety-two percent. And now this, this is, is wide, this is gonna be a wide release, right? Because it was I do believe selected. Yeah, it's yes. already been out, but like in Hollywood or something. Okay, yeah, cool. you had to go to an arc light to see it. And this is uh, good. I want to see this. Uh, it's gotten great reviews. 92%. Uh, yeah, I'm down. It, uh, it's a little offensive to Japanese people. So that's Luke, what I've heard. I'm not Japanese, so. Luke will be horribly yeah. offended. <laughs> um, Rampage. No, uh, no, oh, shit. Yeah, no that's interest. Terrible. I've been very busy this last couple of days. I haven't looked up any of this shit. I will I try to. This is a movie that's based off a the arcade game. game. And I, I will say the arcade game was a blast. Yeah, it was. Oh, God, this, this is be. that uh, the Rock movie. Yeah, this so is the one. This rock is Jumanji with, meets King it's Kong. It's Buildings Falling Over, but it's yeah, not it's, the God, one that's called Skyscraper, which is it. about buildings falling exactly. over. That comes out next month. Uh, the video game was fun, though, when you got to either be a, uh, what was it, a fucking... Or it was like a... A, 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 a Godzilla? Like a Godzilla guy. Godzilla? A, a big wolf. Godzilla, like a Gonzaga. It was, it, was a, it was a giant wolf and a giant uh, gorilla, right? Gorilla yeah. and then a giant what? So it was a Godzilla, wolf. King Kong, and a wolf. There was three of them. Yeah, wolf yeah. and a Godzilla guy. Oh, you didn't say Wait, that. Wait, are we talking about Rampage? What are we talking about? Yeah. We're yeah. talking about the That's video game. That's what it was. Game. It's based off a video game. So you... That the, you got the, to be three characters and yeah. you just destroyed a, the city. Exactly. You got bigger as you... You started climbing buildings and, like, knocking them down. The video game was actually really fun, but this movie looks like trash. Hold on. This is the funniest part. The first fucking couple of words. Primatologist Davis Okio... That's uh, The Rock Johnson. Yeah, I'm sure a guy that fucking jacked is a doctor <laughs> of anything. Or primatologist. Get fucked. He's going to be a muscle man. I, I get, well, I'm going like, to go and see that that uh, blockers. Because I don't want to. What is John Cena just doing as a regular suburban dad? That just like, that seems oh, so I funny. guarantee you he's that's a UPS guy. That's got that, some great reviews. That movie yeah, really, looks funny, to be honest. I'm, I, I would like to go see I, that movie. I would have rather seen that after seeing uh, I, I was really surprised. Because when I, I when I, when I did see A Quiet Place, uh, everybody around me was buying tickets for blockers. Were they, were they and I was quiet? like, this is 
really interesting. No, we'll get to my review in a bit. Oh, yeah. I know. But, I'm uh, ready to talk about it whenever you guys are. But, yeah, let's keep uh, going. So Rampage looks like dog shit, and I bet that score is going to suck. Yeah, you like the whole agree? premise is, yeah, uh, The Rock, like, yeah. raised this baby gorilla. It's and easy. And it took, like, the formula to make it big, and so you didn't... They don't want to kill the animals because they want to save them. And it's like, okay, yeah. fuck you. I'm going to guess like a 36% Rotten Tomatoes. It's not rated. You know who should have been a primatologist? Someone like Martin Short or something where they actually look like they could have I think been these, a smart guy. Not, and like, I think these days the action. people are just putting The Rock in crappy movies because people are going to watch it because it's The Rock. It's yeah. Sells. He's he one of the most popular like, actors in the world right he now. He should have been like the taxi driver of the primatologist. And then they got stuck together, and then he's saving the day, you know? And maybe he just has a hobby of animals and shit. Or just make him the rock in every movie. Yeah. Like retired wrestler. I do rock. know. He's trying to get away from that name, though. But Playing himself, the uh-huh. rock. It's Dwayne uh, Johnson, guys. Ooh, okay. You ready for this one? Blumhouse, Truth or Dare. That oh, sounds like okay. an After Dark movie, this but is, it's uh, for kids. This is one of the writers from The Conjuring, I think. Ooh. Oh, Tony, you listening? Is it? I am listening. And I think he also was a co-producer on Get Out. Yeah, Blum- Blumhouse is the uh, people. That isn't it? Get Out. Isn't okay. it the production? Isn't it like Blumhouse Pictures or yeah. something? So I know my horror movies. Maybe it was The Conjuring <laughs> 2. I'm not sure. It was... This is gonna jack you up. He also did Happy Death Day. A harmless game of Truth or Dare. I think I saw this preview a- once. Among friends turns deadly when someone or something begins to punish those who tell a lie or refuse the dare. Wow. So, yeah, it sounds like a movie I would see as a 16-year-old in the theaters. Um, yeah. I'll no. watch it when it's on Cinemax. I'm not into it. So wouldn't you uh, – I mean, there's no rules to Truth or Dare. You don't have to, like, have six turns or something. So I think, once you figure out what's going on, don't you just stop? Like, this, turn, All right, so this turns into, like, one of those things where I think they – it's a lot of, like, from what it looked like in the preview, a lot of, like, self-inflicting wounds also. So – like, someone has to, like, cut yeah. out their tongue and stuff. Like, that's the dare. Like, they have Who's to do Who's daring them to do that? So it's, it's like, like some a... demonic presence. Oh, exactly. Remember, I said not someone... each other to no. do that. Or something. Yeah. So this thing kind of, like, possesses you at any point in time or somebody near you, and it'll say truth or dare. Isn't it, like, evil and dead, then, kind of? And then I think even it decides whether you do truth or dare. So, yeah, yeah. Either if, you, if you're forced to keep playing, do something really easy. Like, I dare you to... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's the point. Touch that's your why knee. They... I'm like, all right. Well, so what if they don't like... have a knee, Andy? That sounds like Simon Says. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's kind of how no, that, it goes. That's, a, that's, that's the a sequel. Good horror movie that's right the there. sequel. Right there. Um, Simon Says. Anything else coming out? <laughs> uh, we've got Beirut. Looks like uh, strong-jawed John Hamm is oh, yeah. uh, doesn't look that good. going to Beirut. Oh, oh, doesn't it, Andy? It's got a 76%. So Andy, wrong average. again. It, just looks a like ten... a, it looks like a movie like, I don't, I'm not going to go to my way to watch it's not that intriguing Andy it has Dean Norris in it uh, he's one of my heroes yeah he Andy was Dean Norris of Breaking Bad for Halloween a number of years I was Dean Norris the actor I was like remember me from Total Recall yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, but yeah uh, John Hamm he's usually that kind of role in a comedy but could be good then you've got Sergeant Stubby oh I thought it was in Peppers an American hero this is a movie about a dog. Yeah, <laughs> I assumed it was either really perverted and gross or a, a kid's movie, and it is a dog movie. Yeah, it's an animation, uh, right? Yep. It's uh, got Gerard Depardieu. What? Why? I don't oh, know. You're really upset about that one, huh, Andy? <laughs> He's the guy who like left France because he didn't pay taxes, and now he lives in Russia. Gerard Depardieu. Yeah. Well, maybe he was on the phone doing all his lines. It's got <laughs> Helen, uh, Helena Bonham Carter. All right. So... Cool name. Tim Burton's involved. Tim Burton's wife. Uh, she was I don't a think fight I'm married club. anymore, actually. 
Well, doesn't matter. She still looks weird. Uh, she kind of <laughs> looks like him too. Uh, you probably morphed her. No tomato meter yet. Uh, but probably ever either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just skip that. Be you know, kids. we're just not nobody even reviewed it. <laughs> That's pretty much what you what you got coming out. Uh, Beirut, oddly enough, opens up tomorrow. All right, Wednesday, so I, I'm, I'm I'm intrigued. I want to hear uh your guys's opinions on that Quiet Place movie because I was invited to see it and I said I don't want to spend money on a movie that I'm not that interested in and it seems like from your body language that I might have made the right call. So, well, who wants to go I'll, first? I want to start off with uh, just giving a brief description of Do how it. this movie goes and just your kind of if you haven't seen it just what to expect. Uh, a Quiet Place is just that. The theater becomes a quiet place. Like, you can hear everybody doing everything. So fucking annoying. People are chewing their popcorn loud as fuck. The creaky chairs. I'll tell you what. The Ugh. first preview, I think, was Truth or Dare. And there was, for some reason, a baby in a stroller crying throughout <laughs> the movie. And I'm just like, why the fuck did you bring a kid to this movie? Um, the guy, like, four seats over from me was barefoot putting his feet up on the chairs and I was just like that's just <laughs> oh my disgusting as fuck to begin with and the guy behind us was chewing his popcorn throughout the movie and the lady to diagonally to our left would kind of ask her husband what was going on in the movie and he was just like just watch <laughs> were you at the DMV dude. watching but no this? dude I'm telling you like it was a packed theater packed theater we saw it on Saturday I think and um that's what you got to expect to go in the theater. If I were going to see it now and I knew that going in, I would wait a week or two so you can get less people in that theater so it's more quiet. It would add more intensity to the movie. But that's what you have to expect going to see this movie because throughout there's rarely any dialogue. The music is very scarce throughout. It's a very uh, tense uh, moment-to-moment movie. It's like going to the movies in the 20s. Exactly. Silent fucking film. Exactly. Um now I it was interesting that during the like the most tense parts, you can tell when the audience was tense because that's when the creaking happened. People get uncomfortable and then they're yeah, exactly right. Uh, okay, the quietest own. part. They shift. I just hear that shit. And, that's... and it, it, it kind of took away from the movie a bit for me. Oh, a lot. Yeah, you realize um, you're at the movie. <laughs> exactly, like it just takes you out of that element. But getting to the movie now, um, I enjoyed it. I I actually really liked it, given you know kind of expectations and whatnot. Um, the whole storyline though is pretty predictable. Um, as you go through it, I, I like the dynamics of certain characters, how it was different, and um, just really the whole family aspect of it. I like that there were other survivors throughout the whole region, and uh, you can't really tell like what's going on with them other than like one family. But um, it's I thought it was really interesting. Uh, I thought it was really original idea. Uh, but the whole solution to that problem that they have is very predictable and why it wasn't thought of in a faster manner or, yeah. um, you know, by a heavier population is beyond me. Um, that's kind of where I stood with the movie, leaving. Um, I don't want to really get into spoilers until you guys talk about it a bit, though. Sean, you want to go next? I would love to go next. I have to get all of this off of my mind. <laughs> uh, let's let's preface this by with your theory of going so into a soundproof room. I defeated the movie. You did not defeat the fucking. It's movie not movie. at all. Andy, this is my turn to talk. Okay. Yep. I defeated the movie with my theory, and I'm not. Uh, this is this is before I saw the movie. I I think I defeated the movie with uh, on a rainy day, either hit head for the ocean and get on Catalina Island, or head for a goddamn soundproof anything. 
because rain is loud and they're not going to be able to hear you through the rain. So you can get in the car and all that shit at that point. So going into the movie, yeah, the first, what, 20 minutes is dead silent, right? All you hear is popcorn, soda. I was going to say that would be a shitty movie to go see just because of people's, how people are in the theaters, especially nowadays. Everybody's talking, everybody's cell phones are lighting up or going off. And I feel like a movie like that, if it doesn't have much dialogue, if you're somebody that's not that interested in it, you'll just get bored and out of disrespect no, to everyone no, else. It was not. Start. It you was go engaging. to the right. You go to the right theater, Andy, and no, you'll see that it, stuff. It was happen. engaging. It's not something like, oh, there's no dialogue. I'm bored. You go. No, to, no, it definitely. Was, it's it's it adds. But I know it, what he's saying, and yeah, he means like a shitty. Quiet. Yeah, no, no, dumb I, people. Absolutely, there's idiots in the theater. But the if if you got like a completely quiet theater, like this would add so much to the movie. I feel big time, like a, a huge layer uh, that you kind of don't expect with how movies are, you know. Um, and and I think that's really I I loved the creativity of that. Um, however, it didn't work in my favor, you know. But uh, continue on, Dobby. Sorry. So, the movie I I thought itself was good. I I, I enjoyed it. I liked the idea. It was something I'd never seen before. But I. I don't think the government and the world, the army, like, I don't think they would have been wiped out by this. I think we would have figured out how to defeat them pretty fucking quickly. I, I, I mean, maybe, you know, a hundred years ago, easily would have fucking annihilated everyone because people were dumb. And that'd actually be a a very interesting story to see itself too. Imagine that movie in 1901 or something. Yeah, it's... So have we even explained the premise? People just understand. I thought Carter just did. Oh, uh, no. So what it is, is it's... Uh, Tony, you... It starts off in a desolate what? world, pretty much. You know what this even, is even about? Yeah, it's about the... people that have to be quiet because if they're loud, these figure alien people come okay, and okay. get there. Essentially... I just wonder if the, yeah. the greater public really... Yeah, but... My I, whole thing is I'm just not... I've never been into, like, sci-fi type. I mean, I'll watch it, but I don't like sci-fi. Pay I feel like aliens are sci-fi. It's hard to even call them aliens. Yeah. I feel like yeah, creatures it's... are sci-fi. Ghouls. 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 Unless yeah. it's, like, in a haunted house. It had similar... See, I, I think it had, like, similar parallels to, like, Signs. Um, yeah. yeah no, which, there, you, there, which you can find on the sci-fi channel. There were channel. plenty of movies that this, <laughs> this remind me of. But I'm saying it's not it's not space or anything. In fact, it's there's a reduction of technology uh-huh. in, in this. Um, also, so I reviewed Wonder last week, and it has the same boy... Who is his friend from Wonder? Not the boy with the deformity, but his friend. I think this kid's going to be a pretty good actor moving forward, assuming yeah. he keeps his head on straight and he doesn't do crazy shit like TJ Miller. Like drugs. Yeah, like TJ Miller. They all do uh, drugs. <laughs> but did you like the movie? I'm Yeah, I, I think I would have enjoyed it more watching it at home or in a, a less crowded theater. Yeah. Uh, just because of all the noise. And I even. I didn't. I don't like being. A disturbance to anyone around me, so I was getting very uncomfortable in my chair. I have to shift in these little theaters, so but my chair, er, I was like, fuck. So I, I would know. It's like, okay, this is about to get loud. I hope to God I'm gonna shift, and this is gonna be fucking awesome. And it didn't happen a couple of times, but when it did happen, I was pretty happy. Yeah. Uh, but I do think I would have liked it more watching at home. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I was definitely aware of it. Uh, usually when I go to the movies and get popcorn, I eat popcorn during the trailers pretty quickly, and then not really throughout the movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm like and, that too. But there's still like. A little bit left, and mm-hmm. when I was eating it, when the movie was on, it was like you could hear one, yeah, one exactly. no, like one piece, and I was like letting it melt in my mouth and not chewing. Like, yeah, like, and, I don't want to uh, be so like obvious. Um, I also just don't give a shit. So. I really did like one scene in particular that they really stretched out 
and grabbed every ounce of you know adrenaline and just everything they could out of this scene. They really milked it for all the it nail was scene? worth. Exactly. Yeah. That whole fucking thing. That was I agree. brilliant writing and that that part that was my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah, very predictable of what was gonna happen, but I did really like the It how, could have been so fast and it wouldn't have been good. But oh, absolutely. Just just adding to it every well, second of the way. Well, the I think that's and it was great. That's something a movie hasn't done is sound, right? Like everything's based off of sound. Oh, so yeah, and that's the, annoying. the fact that they have to keep quiet really slows everything down. And I think that's just like the movie in an essence, you know, is, is just, it's a lot slower and, and that's what you want is builds that suspense up. And uh, I think that scene was just a testament to what that whole movie was about and uh, really well done. I agree. That was one of my favorite scenes. Um, but Andy, tell us what you thought so about I the movie itself. Kind of respond to Sean's thing is you shouldn't try to beat the movie. Like he's saying, oh, you do this thing. <laughs> Something that I really liked, you mentioned it, is there was a scene early on where like he lights a fire, then he sees all these other fires out mm-hmm. in the distance. There are other survivors out there, so this is not like the last hope. And how do they survive? There's yeah. many ways you can survive in this scenario. It's it's post-apocalyptic here, but it's there are other people out there. There probably is someone in a movie theater hold up. There probably is oh, someone yeah. who got in a boat somewhere. I mean, but, but also they there, can't there had to be swim. a lot of there had to be yeah there had to be a lot of trial and error on how how uh, these things can. But I'm simply hunt. saying, in this day and age, I, I don't if put these creatures in our world right now. Do you think this actually would have happened? That we would have gone this far? So, do you think we would have wiped so them out? So here's my thing about it. Uh, let's let Andy finish his review of it and t- if he liked it or not, and then we'll get into spoilers and Take it away what we could have done. So, yeah, so I definitely liked it more than him, and I I think I have always loved these types of movies. You said, oh, this is original, but to me, there was a little bit of Tremors, a little mm-hmm. bit of Pitch Black. Yeah, definitely. Alien, because um, the alien, the alien was so like atmospheric. Mm-hmm. It's all about like this monster you can't see and you don't know claustrophobia how to, you, you don't yeah. know how to deal with it and this is the same kind of thing where it's just like you can't you can't let it see you it, it will kill you it will get i mean in this movie they can't see you at all but it, whatever it can't identify you and it's just like because you have no chance against it one-on-one and just, mm-hmm. so I, and I've, I've always loved movies like that so i just add to the list here yeah and predator think, is one of my favorite movies ever predator it's like predator too but, but predator is also like a little smarter i think it's me yeah, cover yeah, yourself definitely. in mud. Yeah. Um, but I think with those movies is you can't get hung up on, like, the characters' decisions and, like, oh, I would have done this better. That's the thing. Like, I remember Prometheus, which is in the Alien mm-hmm. series. People just freaked out. Well, why are they dumb? Why were the scientists dumb? They're supposed to be scientists. They're supposed to be smart. And they're like, curious. They're, they're humans. Yeah, like, absolutely. They make mistakes. If a movie was people only being perfect, who would watch that fucking movie? Well, yeah. Andy, I didn't judge any of the, mo- the things these particular actors did. I was just judging as a story their moves were completely fine i mean they were dobby was trying dobby tries to fly, find plot holes yeah that's but my I, job see now i disagree with uh, let's get all right if you haven't seen the movie yet and you are planning on seeing this movie just Skip fast forward five maybe minutes. five to ten minutes um so spoiler warning um your theory about the rain and the car starting is just not gonna work oh, because it'll work, baby. starting in engine number one is louder than rain Dude. You're going to get caught immediately. Tesla. Couldn't you just get some super car, like truck, and be in it? Probably and not where they lived. They were very, Like a they tank were or something? Is that what you're saying? And they were strong. But yeah, he, and he very brought strong. Up a tank. He brought up a tank. And yeah. Like, he probably couldn't get through a tank. Well, that he was my get thing. Through a, uh, I don't truck. even think a lot but, of the Germans could get through tanks. <laughs> so I don't see how. 
Well, no, you didn't know these these creatures are German. Oh, so. Octave. I don't know. That's my best German. So, <laughs> what did you even say? I don't know. So my <laughs> thing is that I agree. Uh, they kind of put society a little more stupid, but I got to thinking about it. Okay, the strength of these guys of these monsters oh, is sound, right? So they they that's how they see. That's how they feel. That they, they open up their glands or whatever, and, and that they was get gross. sound, right? Um, my whole thing was how could a scientist not think? Okay. They're finally going off a of sound. I'm not sure if they discovered it later or whatnot. Let, how can we interfere with that? You know, and then exactly. obviously the first thing that would come to mind is a frequency, right? Yeah. Like our silent dog whistle, something well, like think, that. You think of us. How how would you uh, prevent us from hunting when we have we have vision? It's like shine a really exactly. light, <laughs> bright like, flashlight in our face. Exactly. And get shit. So now, Same so concept. I got to thinking of that's like that was my only gripe with it. It's a very easy thing to kind of fix and if you think and about if you, it if you have anybody that's relatively smart they could probably do it science is the exact same thing exactly the, water. it took a fucking farmer to figure out oh these things are allergic to water and, that, and that's why i said there was a lot of parallels right yeah, yeah. science they all figured that out and then the aliens yeah. figured out and ran away so. they figured it out when it was too mel late, gibson though, didn't right? warn the world that water no 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 gets them, everyone true. else in the world figured it out too so I yeah, don't remember the true. movie then all the way. I guess. Yeah, well, I haven't seen that. They, because they, because they finally, yeah, yeah, they finally like turn on the TV and whatnot. Because oh, that's right. Like, yeah, it was on air. Oh, the one that tried to kill them or... actually was left behind. That's yeah. why I tried to kill them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's then, been ten um, years since yeah. I've seen that movie. And then what was I gonna say? Um, but that that was my only gripe is that it should have been a lot easier to find. But then I got thinking about it. Now this day and age, you have a very busy society, uh, lots of people, lots of noise, right? So if you are a scientist trying to figure out how do we interfere with this, how do you know that their strength as of now is sound, right? It's It's got to be... It, it depends on how fast they took out the general population. Exactly, exactly. That's my thing. So how fast did they take out the general population? And not and only that, you're, you're probably... They're probably taking on military forces and whatnot, and you know that is a lot of noise in itself. And if they're taking that out, you got to assume that they were very... Uh, I think in this movie there's only three in the area. Yeah. Right? There's got to be uh, hundreds of thousands probably taking people on. It was very vague as exactly. describing yeah, was, what uh, happened. So, so I'll it, give it them focused, that. It really focused on – it was a, it was a family story, and mm -hmm. you don't know what was going on. You don't know all the lore. You don't know You don't know how smart these creatures are. Exactly. What other abilities they have. Even though they were blind, they could navigate through. So they had to have some sort of echolocation or something. Uh-huh. But then uh, they didn't because they – Unless they, they couldn't just, see people, but they seemed uh, to know how to get through the structures. Yeah. They didn't just exactly. go blindly through and, the house. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't guess that their they their strength or how they get around is sound, right? Until you dwindle that population down, because how else are you know you gonna try to avoid that? If you're running away with a general population, you're all creating sound. So it's as I thought about that gripe more and more, it kind of dwindled, and uh, I have a little more respect for it, and uh, it's just. Yeah, it's a good story. But you know, I do still think. I mean, yeah, remember they go to the waterfall. Room, yeah. Remember they go to the waterfall, and he's like, "You can yell, you can make as much noise as you want mm -hmm. right here, because they can't hear." And the kid lets it go. That's pretty similar to a heavy rainstorm. I'm not talking a California no, desert no, no, waterfall. No, no, no. Oh, that's a consistent baby. stream of water you hitting been the ground. To, you know, Kentucky and in the a, rain. I will say, I when I went to New York for my one and only time, yeah. Uh, right when we got off the the this bus, because I was there for a cross country trip, sporting cross country, not actually like because it was a cross country trip. But uh, oh, Tony. Anyway, it started raining. I remember immediately. 
I was like, holy shit, East Coast rain is so much different than West Coast rain. It's heavy. It's thick, right? I it's thought like they were like, dude, they were. It's like the really toilets was, in Australia. Dude. I thought like I was under fire. Like these we things don't were like, could have given you. rain here. They could have given you concussions, these raindrops. And I remember being like. Tony, that was actually hail. <laughs> <laughs> I was honestly in shock because I was like, oh my goodness. I did not know like. Killed the bus really driver. Really, the rain was that different. <laughs> they were like bigger drops. So I don't know. It must be. We must. They must be like because it combines cause we're, we're like Europe rain. I don't think the Atlantic. It, I don't think it said where they were. Right. I don't think it had a location. Uh, it must have been Iowa or Illinois. Yeah. Cause it was See, so corn. my guess is yeah, they, it, it was, probably uh, rained a pretty Midwest. good amount where they were. I just I, I don't know. I would have tried I, I, even in the rain. I would have tried to go where they go had, to a they, sit and sleep and get a, a shit ton setup. of mattresses. That's that's the thing is what yeah. what was so much better than what they had. Uh, well, they, they built a setup. bunker. Well, no, the, for the baby. The thing. And why did they just hang out down there? Not only that, they had food. They were yeah. growing food. They had all that at so, hand. So okay, but if they w- if they wanted to stay there, they had that bunker. They had a mattress over it, well, and it worked. What they had is longevity. You know, it was, it, you go to a soundproof room, like you have to go get canned food. Yeah, but and, then you don't <laughs> you have eat? a nightmare when a kid. So they should have lived. A, they should have lived in that tiny bunker, all four of them for the entire movie. Probably would have figured out how to defeat them faster. I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm not sure about that either. I'm just thinking about their well-being. Wouldn't you rather be in a small space and make as much noise as you want, or be in a huge well, space they, and even have to tiptoe around the house? Make as much noise as they want, because they they did knock over the lantern and they got all scared, right? That wasn't in the soundproof room. That yeah. was in the regular house. You saying when they went down and put that they mattress? O- yeah, over they them. only went in there when she had the baby. They live with that mattress over their thing for. Yeah. The no, no, not only that, but I'm I'm saying weren't they playing Monopoly? Yeah. That was just in the house. That was oh, in the house. You're saying like there was that part where they because it was the window. He put the mattress over in there and they're like that was in like thing. a shed or something yeah. i think yeah i'm just i'm trying to make it more comfortable for them i don't know about you guys i make a lot of noise all the time i think you'd go crazy living like that absolutely i would <laughs> i'll go crazy having to be silent all the time well but you don't you can go be, in the room you'd have to be silent in the bunker too like you another too much noise. another point that or thing i really like the baby too. was crying underneath and it could uh, still hear you it would have to honestly just yeah. put your baby down Remember when when you they first the got down there? Did they have the mattress over it though? He just put the mattress over, uh, but he could still hear the baby crying, and he was right. still maybe going I'm crazy mi- up I'm top. I'm misremembering, but that whole scene where she's about to have a baby, she steps on a nail. That was some good yeah, shit. Yeah, it was intense. In, in in the intensity world, also just suspense. She can't make noise. I I, I bet women obviously she's understand a, baby, a lot more than pain. what guys can about how much oh, noise yeah. you'd like to make at that point in your life. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. I'm not saying I didn't like the movie by any means. I I probably give it 72, 70%, something like around there, 75. See, I would go in the 80s. Uh, audience has it at 86. It's yeah, not a bad movie probably, by any means. Probably right with the audience. That's that's what I think. Yeah, there's a lot of things where it's like, well, I would have done this. We just like, we always yeah. reference Luke. Luke would be terrible. I was terrible gonna say to watch I would love movie. to have Luke watch that movie. No, you would. He would have. That should be so a many theories for him. and how he would do it and. Luke would have uh, be the solved that pie. movie within the first five minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He would have had those monsters you know who working Luke, for him. In real life, though, Luke would have been that little kid with the spaceship. <laughs> that poor kid. <laughs> you kind of started off like, oh, the daughter, the, she wants yeah. to be you know, an authority figure. She yeah. fucking gets her little brother killed. <sighs> what a bitch. Right, what was we... funny is I, when I saw that scene, I was like, those batteries are going to end up saving them. I guarantee it. Yeah. And then, no. But then, like, I saw on the internet, like, a bunch of people were like, as soon as those batteries, I thought that's going to end up saving them. Like, see, other people yeah. see movies. But I said something, uh, you said that to me, and I was like, 
Only before they cause like a big problem. Yeah. See, everybody thought it was gonna save him. I thought, what a greedy little fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you got the spaceship with no batteries. Take the fucking spaceship. I thought something was gonna happen. He's gonna turn it on in the house. They save the day just in time to kind of introduce the monster, and then they put the batteries away, and then something to do with the radio. He has to go find yeah, them on exactly. the top the shelf, batteries. and it's a race yeah. against time. That's what yeah. I thought was gonna possible. Happen. Glad it didn't, because again, I like being. Wrong. See, I I immediately knew it was going where where it was going once I found out she was deaf, um, and that's mm. pretty early on. And then I was like, yeah, it's gotta be she's gonna be the key player because she's the one that can relate to everything going on. Yeah. Andy and, whispered to me, he's like, she's one of them. <laughs> the mastermind. <laughs> she's the queen. Yeah, the queen. <laughs> Um, but well, yeah, well, let's go through what else we've been watching. Yeah, let's shift um, gears here. All right, I'll start. Tony, since take it away. There yeah, was a lot of that. Uh, I actually just started, and I'm all caught up because there's only three episodes. But that HBO show Barry, Ooh, I, and as I well. actually really like it. I'm a big Bill Hader fan, always have been. So the Great, fact that he's right? just some like the fact that he's like an act like a hitman or whatever, and then he's like, like just an awkward yeah, guy. Just like an you awkward just wouldn't person. expect him to be. How he is, and then it's, it's like... It's not a silly character, like, in, you would expect, like, an S. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Nothing like I've so seen So he is in. serious, but it's like... But also, at the same time, that show does have a lot of humor in it. Like, obviously, these Russian mob guys aren't very scary. <laughs> yeah. Especially the bald-headed guy who is... The Chechnyans. They'd be yeah, very Chechens, upset if you called yeah. them Russians. <laughs> okay, the Chechnyans. But they're pretty funny. Like, the way they go about things and whatnot. The guy whatnot. doesn't have eyebrows. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Weird as that. Yeah, got Charlie so Bone Wave over there, but he's... He's pretty funny or whatever, but uh, I like it. And it's like just the fact that he's, for whatever reason, really intrigued to be in that uh, acting class run by Arthur Fonzarelli. Love it. Well, great. Yeah, he's a, he's an ex-military guy, and uh, he doesn't really have that communication skill when he came back, obviously. That's actually a, quite a common theme for a lot of ex-military. I also but, really like when those Russian guys are pointing the guns at him. He's like, or he's trying to get the bolts, and he's like, don't do it. <laughs> don't don't yeah. do it. And the moment he points at him, he just blasts him away. Yeah, and uh, the, the whole aspect of that awkwardness, though, and then him being in an acting class, I think is really, really cool. Oh, exactly, yeah, because then it's like they're doing all those weird acting exercises yeah. that actors do, and it's just like he's – and I just really enjoy when that girl's like, you know, we should uh, – even though we want to, we really shouldn't sleep with each other tonight because, like, you know, we've all been <laughs> yeah. on that weird date thing, and he just looks at her, and he's like, I wasn't thinking that at all. I just wanted <laughs> to walk into your door, and then obviously that – because she's a female, that made her want him more. But <sighs> Tony, we – Want to have some female audience? <laughs> they know it's true. <laughs> Whoever's listening. Uh, anything else though? I want to make another comment. I, I think that's uh, what's so funny when you have these things of actors playing actors. Oh yeah, I was thinking how, that too, actually. So like this girl, I've never seen her before, but she's the the female lead here. No, I agree. Yeah. She's playing someone who's trying to get into a TV show, and I'm like. And because we she don't, she probably knows that because she's probably just gotten to this TV show and she's got a. I actually thought of that and I agree with that fully because it's like the fact that you don't know her, it makes you feel like you're actually going on this real journey with her. Like she's yeah. trying to be an actress and you're just kind of like. So I mean, yeah, that is cool. I did think about that a few times though. Like when Bill Hader's doing some exercises, I'm thinking like he's already a great actor. Like it's funny that at once upon a time though he probably was in this setting with some random acting teacher in some random studio in L.A. trying to be someone that makes it. Yeah. And uh, I, I I drew some parallels to Crashing as well, just for that fact. Yeah. You know, it's a bunch of comedians that are getting involved in how they started out being comedians. and well, how, uh, how supportive I, they are. Um, I, think it's, I think it's like reality, mm -hmm. how they do, like, okay, this is our struggle together. Exactly. And it's like 
But then once someone does become like famous, they, they fucking hate, hate each other. Yeah, exactly. So it's they uh, fucking deserve it. Exactly. It's it's very funny. That's actually something I just finished up too, and uh, I was actually surprised. Uh, you know, uh, one of the girls on SNL is like in my family, Via Senor, and she's like in episode eight of season two of Crashing. It was like all her in that episode, and I was really surprised. The about one that. that does the impressions. Yeah, she does the, the Owen Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Did you say she's in your family? Yeah, so she's like my dad's what cousin's daughter, I think. I don't know. Her whole family's like Second friended me cousin. on Facebook in the past. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool. When she on the ending scene when she's, I like driving my Lincoln. Yeah, exactly. I love, I love that lady. She was, that was so, so funny in there, yeah. and she does like the Shakira. Yeah, exactly. She's really good at impressions, but um, yeah, it's uh, it was I, I really enjoyed season two of Crashing. Oh, it was phenomenal. Uh, I should, I should, maybe that'll be what I start next tonight because I saw season one, but I haven't started season two yet. You're yeah. the one that got me into season. Yeah, yeah season season two is good. Definitely, definitely watch. Definitely it. check it out. I gave it a great review. Yeah. And then because um, I do like Pete Holmes, I remember seeing him at the Irvine Improv when we used to go on college yeah. night. He was yeah. one of those guys that that uh would come there. And um, another thing I just watched today actually is uh, the new HBO movie Paterno. Oh yeah, stole right out from under me, Carter. Oh, is that you watched it recently? Yes, I did. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, obviously it's the story of Joe Paterno uh, going through the whole uh, Jerry Sandusky scandal, um, and watching it actually surprised me because. Um, it, it just, it, it was pretty recent when it happened, but like thinking about it, it was also like so, so much going on and it really chronic, like chronologically put that back in order and, and just like how, how much of a mess it was. And like from the start of finding out from his, from his, uh, landmark of a career, right. His 409th yeah. win, then going on and going through this whole process of, this investigation and then him dying was it really only a span of like three months yeah. oh it's obvious that stress killed him oh absolutely oh, like by absolutely. far because it was crazy that it just all but it's crazy like because i watched i've watched bits and pieces of it but when you're actually watching it, it's just like you hear all that stuff like how like the, all the like how you're reading reports that says like performed oral sex on these kids and then made oh, them do it too yeah. it's just and then how she brings that point up to him like oh our kids were in the pool with him and he would throw them around and stuff yeah. and it's like that's what like you could tell got to him kind of like, wait a minute. He's never thought of it that way. Exactly. No. Like, wait a minute. This guy was probably fondling my kids. And that's yeah. what. And, but. and what I really liked about the movie is how they really did show that he knew something about it because, oh, you know, everybody was did. outraged that he brought it up in 98, but nobody did anything about it. Right. But it's like, no, this guy knew all the way back in the 70s. Like, yeah, that was the craziest that's part. Like, yeah. He's like, well, so when was this? 70, whatever you said, like yeah, 71, 70, She's yeah, like, wait, 76, what? 77 just like yeah. so it's it's crazy it's it, got a 70 percent on the tomato meter. yeah it wasn't bad i liked it i uh yeah that was my movie that i watched as well um and i enjoyed it i mean i wasn't too fresh obviously on any of this stuff i mean i followed it kind of as it was developing oh, i remember uh, it vividly um but yeah it was kind of crazy to see and uh you know it was funny i looked up the guy that played jerry sandusky in and the movie He's not really an actor. Like he, his pictures are like he. He probably do, does a lot of like sexual harassment videos for works <laughs> for companies for oh, works. Because yeah. uh, he's in like a contractor's outfit in one of his photos. Really, it's like a, a guy in a suit and another one, and it just says like man in a suit. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it took the... me. 
I was just gonna say, it took me a little bit too to even realize that it was Al Pacino playing. Really, really, he did. I thought he was great. Yeah, he was no, I, he, I thought he was too. Like when I first started See, watching I it, it, yeah, because was... I didn't hear anything about it. I just turned it on. I'm like, oh, I'll watch this for a little bit. And I'm looking at him, and after like a couple minutes, I'm like, wait a minute. Just from his voice, like it started catching on to me, and then I looked at it, and I'm like, oh shit, he is. Yeah, and then uh, it got a little uh, any given Sunday vibes when he was actually coaching on the field. He's slapping kids <laughs> around, and I was like, oh okay. That's classic Al right there. Um, but no, I thought it was really good. Uh, I liked Al Pacino as Joe Pa. And then uh, I think they really nailed the whole, uh, you know, since he's not a big known actor. I mean, that guy <laughs> kind of looked almost identical to Jerry yeah, Sandusky. Yeah, it was weird. It's pretty creepy. I mean, I mean, they had yeah, the teeth and everything down. Any real talking roles. So yeah. it was – they could have easily done did what they did. And it was yeah. fine. And uh, kind of crazy. I'm looking up. Pacino is almost 78. Crazy. 15 days. Jeez. And he's still killing it. Yeah, well, no. Well, that's uh, – I was reading a thing that his best work is on HBO. He, he seems to do these HBO movies. Yeah, I still haven't seen uh, The Candelabra. I really want to see. But he hasn't had a movie uh, that's gotten fresh on Rotten Tomatoes that's made over $50 million in, like, two decades or something. Mm. He's not in it for he's the money. Noth- nothing he makes has been good in theaters. What about Ocean's Thirteen? Was that a bomb? I think okay. I think it's the that was the last movie to get a fresh rating. Okay. I think I think that was the one. That was so the I liked that one. one. So that he was in the it, bank. Oh, that's what it, it's. He hasn't starred in the star of a movie. Uh, that's been that's been fresh. What about the last really good movie he even starred in? Scent of a Woman. Did anyone ever see Phil Spector? Another no, TV another, movie. So there's another one that he did. That looks good hair. too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That looked good. But like. Al Pacino mostly makes like using Jack and Jill. Well, he's gonna be in The Irishman if that ever comes out. Yeah, eventually. As Jimmy Hoffa. But yeah, that was uh the thing I watched that I wanted to talk about. Otherwise, it's sorry to much spoil, Doug. All good, and we're on the same page, you know. <laughs> but uh, is that all we got then? Andy, you so. watching anything in particular? I have not been watching besides that movie, so that's why. He's been on plane. Perfect. Let's wrap it up here. Nice. All right. Well, as always, thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. This was entertainment. Obviously, you've been entertained, right? Be sure to catch all of our other podcasts on Tony'sTake.com. Peace.